Everybody, hey, it's Mike from Mike Wagner's show, powered by SoundCloud Studios. Visit online at SoundCloudStudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. SoundCloud Studios is the answer. SoundCloud Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs that blow the competition away. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at SoundCloudStudios.com. Mention the Mike Wagner show. Get 20% off your first project. SoundCloud Studios, take your image to the next level. Also, time to give official shout-out to our official sponsor of the Mike Wagner Show, international warring author Mia Molsonzia. If you love fast-paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Molsonzia, available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. It takes place in four countries, two strangers, one target, where truth is illusion and those you love will be the first go missing. It's available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing by Mia Molsonzia has garnered great reviews and even love and enjoys by Howard celebrities, including Joanna Cassie, Forge Riley, and Manilis. So grab your copy today. Four Girls Missing by Mia Molsonzia, available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com on over 40 podcast platforms in over 100 countries, including Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also, Anchor FM, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, Audible, Apple Music, and more. Take the Mike Widener Show at the on any mobile device. Subscribe to the Mike Widener Show on the YouTube channel. Follow the Mike Widener Show on Instagram and Twitter today. And for great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com and check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. T-shirts, pop sockets, throw pillows, tote bags, hoodies, baseball gear, and more. Makes great gifts 24-7. Go to Amazon.com and check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. And for more great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com slash Mia Molson DM for great books like Missing, Once, and Wrinkles. Also T-shirts, pop sockets, hoodies, phone cases, and more. Amazon.com slash Mia Molson DM. Check it out today. Help support the Mike Widener Show on Anchor FM. PayPal, themikewidenershow.com. You can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com at the Mike Wagner Show. Make sure you do so today. We're here with a terrific lady who is a singer-songwriter inspired by God, and she's based out of the um, Fort Lauderdale area, and she's nominated for a People's Choice Award Artist of the Year back in 2020. We'll talk about that. She's a humanitarian and loves helping people, and um, she was a grand prize winner of the 2021 um, Dedatron TV Awards. We'll talk about that. She has a list of awards she'll love to talk about. She got her debut EP called Beautiful Flower of Life and also um, Walking the Stars, Breath of Angels, Meditation CD. We'll talk about our two releases that's coming up and live, ladies and gentlemen, from the Plus Studios, somewhere in beautiful, sunny Florida, the multi-talented singer-songwriter who is inspired by God and very heavily and angelic. Ladies and gentlemen, the multi-talented and award-winning Amy Barbera. Amy, good morning, good afternoon. Yay! Good morning. Thanks for joining I'm us so today. happy to be here. So happy to be on your show. And praise so God, you're on the show as well, too. So God bless you, and thank you for being on the show. Yes, God bless you, too. And we got together through the Don Vick show, and he's so nice, and he's all, he's all, he's awesome. And really that's awesome. right. We'll, we'll give a shout-out to him. We'll talk about that. So yes. You're a serious singer-songwriter so nice. that's inspired by God, and you're nominated for People's Choice uh, Artist of the Year. You're also a humanitarian, and you love helping other people. You're also the grand prize winner of the 2021 20, uh, Detatrana TV awards, and you also had a list of awards like uh, Best of Us International Film Fest, and also the um, Rome Music Video Awards, and uh, Flick Fair Film Fest, and um, I mean, just a lot of fest to go over. I mean, it's just a, a king oh as well, too. <laughs> <laughs> and you also have been on Walking on the Stars. You uh, contributed to that. And before getting to all that, Amy, tell us how I first got started. Wow. Well, I grew up in a small town in Maryland called Hagerstown, Maryland. So I always had a gift with singing since I was little. Um, and I won a talent show. I, I talked about this on the last show, Don Vick show. 
um, and I won money. Actually, I was only like in elementary school. I sang my favorite things from the sound of music, but I didn't have much self-esteem growing up. And so I didn't like really take my singing career, you know, serious. I, but I was a cheerleader. I had wonderful time in high school, but then I overcame the eating disorder anorexia and it was through counseling with one week, one day a week with a counselor that opened my heart to move away to South Florida. And that is where I gave my life to the Lord. And I knew prior to moving to South Florida that my calling was to sing. I, I mean, God had been speaking to my heart, but it wasn't something that I, you know, knew it was going to be, it would come into true fruition one day. So I moved to South Florida in 19, I think it was 1996. Um, I sang Amazing Grace in front of my church. I had only been saved like a couple weeks and they said, you're anointed to sing. And that's kind of where the journey began as a serious singer songwriter. And then I wrote my first song about 1997, 98 with the worship leader of my church, Tim Jack. And that's when my songwriting journey began. I actually, prior to that, I didn't write any songs and I, and I actually didn't really, you know, take singing seriously. I was more of an artist. I went to the Art Institute of Fort Lauderdale, but when God came in my heart, that's when I decided, okay, this is my destiny and purpose. So hmm. that's rather interesting. And uh, what prompted you to go to South Florida? You know, I don't even know. I was I was counseling with a counselor, going through the healing process of the eating disorder anorexia. And my sister had a friend from high school that went to Florida and she was going to the Art Institute. And that kind of opened the door because I was always good at art and fashion. And I knew it was like God spoke to me. I took off a year of college. You know, I worked at a restaurant, saved $10,000 because my dad's like, how are you going to move away? <laughs> so I saved the money. You know, my parents helped me and they brought me down here and they helped me throughout the whole process. And even when I was down here, so I took the journey by myself and I can't believe it. Like looking back now, like I would probably not do it now, but when you're young, you're like, you do anything. And it was like shortly after that, I think it only been in Florida, maybe a couple months. I started watching the Christian channel and I found my church living word fellowship church. And I went to visit and got saved and that's kind of when everything started hmm. that's yeah. really interesting and uh, what was it one precise moment that simply influenced you into what you're doing for the rest of your career you mean as far as music artists or person it, it, it can be just about anything what was that one moment that simply said this is it for me well i i mean my favorite all-time artist is prince i i love prince of course he's now in heaven but I, uh, going through the process of my healing and anorexia, I actually would just listen to his music. And at that time of my life, I wasn't a Christian. I was brought up, even though I'm Italian, I was brought up Methodist, but it wasn't like I had a relationship. And there's a lot of songs by Prince that people don't know. He talked a lot about God. And at that time of my life, you know, I didn't listen to Christian music. I didn't know anything about God. So like still would stand all time and the ladder and the cross and all these songs that weren't like hit songs of his, but they were on his albums. And kind of through that and listening, it was like God opened my eyes to God. It was really amazing. And I always wanted to meet Prince and tell him that because I feel like that was kind of one of his gifts, you know, because he was a true artist. So that's kind of like the eye opener for me. And then through the healing journey and just knowing that I had the gift. But prior to that, I also have another testimony. I had developed vocal cord nodules Ooh. before I moved to Florida. I was a cheerleader all through high school. And I used to sing in the basement to Prince and I never had formal training, which since then I've had a lot of training. 
Um, and I was working at a restaurant and I noticed I couldn't, I'm, you know, my voice was rusty and I felt like something's wrong. So my parents took me to an ear, nose and throat and I had five nodules on my vocal cords. Wow. So at that very young age of like 1920, I decided to have the surgery, not knowing one day it would be my destiny to sing. And, you know, major singers like Whitney Houston and Adele and Celine Dion, especially have gotten nodules throughout their careers. And I had the surgery and they even had pictures showing the nodule they removed them, not knowing that I'd be moving to Florida and becoming a singer. And so it was really strange because it was like, the devil was almost trying to take my voice, knowing that that was my destiny. So when I moved to Florida, I got on the worship team. I still hadn't had formal training. And I noticed I, I, I want to learn correct singing. So I started training and that really helped develop. And I've never had nodules since then. I, you know, I know how to sing correctly, but that was kind of another obstacle before I actually was here in Florida full fledged and doing ministry and music and everything. That's really interesting, too. And uh, who are some other favorite artists, singers, songwriters, and musicians growing up besides Prince? Well, I like George Michael. Matter of fact, I've been listening to his music a lot. Um, of course, I love like Whitney Houston, Celine Dion, Sarah Brightman, um, just Amy Grant. Um, but Prince is my heart, and he's the one that God influenced me. And even with my creativity in music and being an original, you know, I think he's a, an original and he wrote all his own songs and he wrote what he wanted from his heart. He didn't care what the trends were. You know, a lot of artists look at what's popular, but he didn't care about that. So I think he's my biggest influence in music. And then of course, all the female singers, you know, Whitney Houston and Celine and, you know, and I love Adele. I love Adele. Of course, she's more, you know, now or, you know, a few years ago, but I love her too. I, I have her new album as well. Ah, that's rather fascinating. You also got some new music as well, too. You won some awards. We'll talk about that in just one minute. But first, listen to The Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com, powered by SoundCloud Studios. Visit online at soundcrabstudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs at below the competition way. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at soundcrabstudios.com. Mention the Mike Widener Show. Get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Also, time to give official shout-out to our official sponsor of the Mike Widener Show, international warring author Mia Molsonzia. If you love fast-paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Molsonzia. Available on Amazon in paperback and ebook. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. Takes place in four countries, two strangers, one target, where truth is illusion and those you love will be the first go missing. It's available on Amazon in paperback and ebook. Missing by Mia Molson's has got great reviews in Eve Levin and George by Howard Celebrities, including Joanna Cassie, Forge Riley, and Manilis. So grab your copy today for Goes Missing by Mia Molson's available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com on over 40 podcast platforms in over 100 countries. Take us with you on any mobile device. Subscribe to the Mike Widener Show on the YouTube channel. Follow the Mike Widener Show on Instagram and Twitter today. And for great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com and check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. And for more great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com slash Mia Molsonzia for great books, merchandise, and more. Amazon.com slash Mia Molsonzia. Check it out today. 
Also support the Mike Widener Show on Anchor FM, PayPal, themikewidenershow.com. You can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com at the Mike Widener Show. Make sure you do so today. We're here with the amazing, multi-talented singer, songwriter, inspired by God, Amy Barbera here on the Mike Widener Show. And um, before we talk about some of your music, like your debut EP, your meditation CD, and your latest materials, you won some awards as well, too. Um, you're nominated for People's Choice Award, Artist of the Year in 2020. Also the grand prize winner, the 2021 Detatron TV Awards for uh, Make Me a Butterfly. And uh, you also been on Walking on the Stars, and um, you're involved with that. And um, you're um, involved with the Royal Music Video Awards, Flick Bear Film Fest, and um, also Transparent Film Fest, Christian International, French Riviera. I mean, you've got awards just a <laughs> lot, so you can just highlight uh, quite a few of them for us. I know, my gosh. Well, as far as the International Christian Film Festival, I was nominated, so that was so nice. And that was kind of right around the time when COVID was when everything was closing. I was supposed to actually physically go there in Orlando and, you know, be able to meet everybody. And of course, that's when 2020 hit and they, you know, it had to be online. So I was really happy to be nominated for that. As far as Walking on the Stars, that's my original dance song. And that was really, gosh. I can't remember how long ago, but I was on a show called Do You Have a Hit Song? Oh, really? And that took place in Jacksonville, Florida. Yes, what they did is they they picked artists from all over the world, even internationally, and they picked like the top 10, and you went to Jacksonville, and it was kind of an up-and-coming new show that they were mm -hmm. trying to do, um, and they taped it. So that was like a really good experience, and I have so many friends that I met and musicians that I met through that, and that was wonderful. Um, as far as all the awards, I decided because, you know, in 2019, when I released Make Me a Butterfly, you know, there's, as an artist, you want to have other avenues to promote your music. And a friend of mine suggested you should submit your video to on a film freeway to film festivals. And I did and ended up being chosen for, I think it was like 13 film festivals. Wow. Um, yes. Like I won four of them. But I was like a semi-finalist, official selection, finalist. So, and they, all over the world, India, the Calicori one in India, Rome, one in Naples, Italy, in London, California, the Global Music Awards in California, Atlanta, and what's the other one? And then Detron TV, they're based out of Arizona. So, and then of course, when I won, I have my trophy here. Congratulations. That was, that was really, and I won money. That's what, you know. But that was really unexpected because I won Make Me a Butterfly won their first quarter of 2021. They did it by quarter. Mm. So at the end of the year in December, they take all the, the four quarter winners and they pick a final winner. And December was a really hard month for me because my dad had a massive stroke. We were in the process of figuring out because he's on a feeding tube. He can't talk. He can't walk. And we brought him home in December. So I was like really distressed. I released a Christmas video. It was a really, really stressful time. So I knew that Detron TV was having this where they were picking the final winner. And I didn't even have people vote. Like huh. I just was so physically stressed. So when I got the email at the end of December, she said, you won, Amy. And I'm like, what? She said, you got more votes than anybody. And I did not even promote it, you know, because you were you found out, you, you know, I was in the finalists. So that was like really God. And so I got the email that not only would I win the, the plaque and the I won a plaque, the trophy, but I was going to get money, which made me like, you know, because it's one thing you win an award, but when you get money, it makes it like a whole lot better. <laughs> 
So that really was, I know that was God because I was really stressed out. I, I even was taking care of my dad, learning the feeding tube. I, you know, had to change his diaper. So there was a lot of things I was doing that were really hard and we didn't know if he was going to make it through, which he's now in a nursing home and I get to see him all the time. And it's really, really hard. I'm under a lot of stress. So my music kind of is what keeps me going. It's something like when we met with the hospice counselor, because my dad is on hospice, even though he's not passing away, he's still, you know, critically ill. So they have him on hospice. And they said to us as family, you know, you still need to continue your passions in life. You can't, you got to take care of yourself. So I haven't given up my music because it's part of my heart. And also I'm trying to inspire others and inspire myself. Like flying is about, you know, comfort, peace, and de-stressing. And so I'm like using it for myself. Mm. So you know something? I was going to get to that part, but then you talked about flying and make me a butterfly. Let's talk about those two songs and uh, what they're about and what inspired you to write uh, flying and uh, make me a butterfly. Well, Make Me a Butterfly, I wrote a while ago. It was really, it was actually on my first album. And then I did a remix, a meditative remix on my second. Um, I, at the time, I don't know if you remember the MySpace days. Oh, like I remember before. that. Yes. I was, I was on there in the beginning on the MySpace days. And I had met a lot of people who had cancer. I had a lot of friends and fans that were sick and different things. And I was working at a lumber yard as a secretary at the time. And I had a lot of time on my hands. He let me, I had my own little radio. So I listened to a lot of Christian radio and God just spoke to my heart to write a song. It was like instantly, like I'm sitting there at work. I had downtime. He was gone. The boss was gone for the day and God gave me the lyrics and the melody like instantly. So I was working, I, I worked with my main producer, Ben Bagby, who I love for over 20 some years, but I was working with another producer named Jim Wallman at the time, who was awesome as well. And I went to him and he's a pianist and I sang all the, the whole song and that's how it came to fruition. You know, I just, and then we, of course, we brought Ben on board to help with the harmony arrangement and everything. Um, so it was basically a song like about anybody that's sick or feels like they're trapped like in a cocoon. I mean, it's such a universal song. I've had thousands of people all over the world write me and they've used it at funerals. They used it at, you know, events and I've sang it at, hundreds of places over the years. Um, that's how that song came into fruition. As far as flying, I worked with a, a gentleman named Gunnar Spardell. He's from Germany, but he lives here in America. We worked on a song together and he had a friend, Doug Hammer, who's a, a international piano player. He, his music's everywhere. Music choice on the TV. He, he's like a, a really big, you know, pianist and he does all original piano music. So I heard his song flying high and he knew me through Doug Hammer and he loved my voice. And all of a sudden the lyrics came to me. So I contacted him. I said, Doug, I wrote some lyrics and the whole entire to your piano. Would you allow me to, you know, can we work together? And he said, I would love to, but I think at that time, his wife was just diagnosed with cancer. Ooh. And he said, you know, right now is not the time. And he was really nice. And I kind of put it on the back burner. He said, you know, I'll contact you at a later time. So I just let it sit. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, he contacts me and says, are you ready to, you know, write, give me your right flying on, on my song? And so I sang it to him on the phone, just a few lines. And that's how it started. And his song was originally called Flying High. It was mm. just piano. And we did a derivative copyright together because we, I added lyrics and a 
course, the whole arrangement. And we added violin. My, my main producer, Ben, played violin on it and added strings. So he said, let's let's change the song because it's going to confuse people. And we called it Flying. Okay. And so that's how that came in. And when I wrote the song, I envisioned a person either in a hospital room or somebody like really depressed or somebody who just was so stressed out that they just wanted to fly away. And that's that it was just between that person and God. That's how I, that's what came to my heart. Also, there was a, there's a disease called epidermis bullosa, uh, hmm. where you're, they're born where their skin does not attach like our skin on their body and they get these wounds. Hmm. It's a very, very, if you look it up, it's a horrible disease. Most people don't live, you know, past like their teenage years. I had a friend actually that had it that I met through the foundation and she passed away. Hmm. And I remember watching a whole series on it on like discovery health or something. And he said when he, cause they have to take the wounds every day with these, with the epidermis, bullosa, they have to take all the wrappings off of them. And it's so oh painful. Gosh. And I was like sobbing uncontrollably watching this. He's like, it's so painful. And he said, what I would do is I lay in my bed while they were taking off my, my stuff and pulling my skin is I would envision myself flying. And so when I wrote the song, I thought of him. Of course, he's since passed away. He was a gentleman on TV. But that's kind of how that came and came to be. Mm. You now, it's just done like every day or something or like with the, like the removal taping. Oh, my gosh. Every it's day. Be painful. It's epidermis wow. bullosa. They call it the butterfly disease. They call them butterfly because their skin is so thin. If you look it up. I cried and cried and cried after watching that. It's like certain things touch me and it's like, and then I, I of course reached out to the Epidermis Velosa Foundation and I made friends with many of the people. Her name is Jamie. We even talked on the phone and she died just a few years back. She was, I think in her twenties. Um, it's a very terrible disease. And, 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 there, there's, and how, and how rare is this uh, disease and uh, what are the odds of uh, getting it? It's pretty rare. It's pretty rare. It's like, that's why you probably haven't heard of it. Um, I, I saw somebody on Instagram whose son just passed away from it. And he has thousands of followers. He was a little boy, the cutest little boy and his mother doc. And she was the strongest Christian. I mean, he loved Jesus. And, and it, she even showed the pain that he went through. He wanted people to see, and he, he just passed away, I think just a couple months ago. Um, so I'm aware of the disease because of so many years and then i because they associate with butterflies you know butterflies coming out of the cocoon and the skin and the butterfly wings are very thin so and i actually took care of a sick butterfly uh right before my my beautiful flower of life was album was released my grandma passed away in 2007 and in 2008 i released my first album and that December, grandma passed away. And that January, God sent me a little butterfly with no wing, a real butterfly. My roommate at the time found the butterfly when she was taking out the trash sitting and it had no wing and it was trying to like move. So we brought the butterfly inside and I called a butterfly, you know, people that take care of butterflies and have butterfly, whatever they're called. Um, and he said, well, if they don't have a wing, you should just put it in an envelope, put it in the freezer and it'll just pass away without you know, they don't feel anything. And I said, I can't do that. So I bought a plant and he said, well, if you want to keep the butterfly, I bought a plant. And he said like orange squeeze water and little sugar water. And so that, and grace, I called her grace. I put her up on MySpace, <laughs> and she became like a sensation. I'm serious. Like people were like, cause she had no wing 
and a little wing and she'd flap around and she literally lived a month with me in my house. And when she died, I was devastated, but I have pictures and video of her. She's actually featured at the end of my Make Me a Butterfly video at the very end when I do the credits because I had it filmed a couple of days before she passed. So, you know, that was an experience. That had and been she actually Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, but it was cute because when I would talk or sing, she would like flap her little wing and bounce around. You know, she couldn't fly, but she would try to bounce. Because when once a butterfly loses a wing, they it, there's they don't have much quality of life. But she ended up touching people, a little insect. You know, God can use anything. <laughs> so mm -hmm. certainly does as well too. Maybe a thing of a song, butterfly wings. I can't remember who sang it, but that's for another time. You also did uh, walking on the stars and also a meditation CD, uh, Breath of Angels, and uh, tell us about those uh, releases and also what inspired you to uh, create a meditation CD. Well, I, I was taking a yoga class at the time. Uh, I had a wonderful yoga teacher and I was going to do another kind of CD, just regular, you know, inspirational doll contemporary pop type songs. And I was in the class and the Lord spoke to me <laughs> to do a, a <laughs> meditation, kind of like a, you know, relaxing CD. What I did is I took several of my songs from my first album and we did remixes like make me a butterfly, paint me a rainbow. Um, we added one, one, not one day. It was it one day. No, the healing song. Wow. And we did kind of like a meditative remix of it. And then like the song breath of angels and flying and rest in the Lord, they were all new songs. So I worked with a wonderful producer, Denny Tate. He did a lot of the music and it was a process of about over a year. And I had a big party and two, that was a 2015. It was like a wedding. <laughs> I did a concert wow. and it was like, I wanted to do it the right way um, and did the release. So it's doing an album is a lot of work. So now I'm focusing more on videos and doing singles. And of course, at that time, still, you could have CDs, which I have physical CDs, but everything's digital on my end. I have all the Spotify and all the digital stuff on iTunes. But, you know, I miss those days with the CDs, the records, you know. <clears throat> any, plans on release on, any plans on release on vinyl? You know... I'd love to. I know it's very expensive because printing of CDs is really expensive. It might be a cool idea, um, especially for my, I have a song called My Sweet Pea, which is 1940s. Wow. It's already, actually already have the CD. It's an original I wrote about my fiance and we have the CD printed and I did a video for it and we're re going to reshoot the video because when I when we filmed the video, I worked with another photographer, film guy. I was planning to just do a photo shoot. And then they said, oh, we're going to film a video. <laughs> it, wasn't filmed, it wasn't filmed in HD. And it, we used it because 1940s, the film quality wasn't that great, you know, in that time here. So we, Ben and I were able to use the footage. But then I said, Ben, this is such a great song. And now that I've done these two videos that are, you know, flying, I'm getting ready to submit to film festivals, which I'm excited about because it's getting a really good reviews on YouTube and everywhere else. So... I said, we've got to do a, a quality video with HD and then we can do the black and white and add all the you know effects of like it's in the 1940s. So you, that song is amazing. It's totally going to throw people off because it's people are used to me doing the pretty ballady Celine like songs. And this is 1940s Ella Fitzgerald style. I did it with a did the music with a, a wonderful lady named Kiskity from England. She's blind. She's like a genius of music like Stevie Wonder. She is, she produced 
all the music. I went to her house. She had a grand piano. I sang it. How exactly she sat down. Da, 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 da. Then she's mm-hmm. 100% blind. She did all, she has a full-blown studio in her home. She wears the headphones where they talk to you. And I forgot she was blind, literally, because she did all the production. She did everything. She did what, she didn't even have an engineer, but she did everything. And it turned out amazing. So I'm really excited about that. That sounds very amazing. And where can we find all your music at? iTunes, Amazon. I have a Spotify channel. I love my Spotify channel um everywhere i mean i'm everywhere but those are the three main and of course it used to be cd baby and they didn't no longer have music up now but uh i always direct people to my spotify channel or itunes or amazon okay and i have physical cds and, and digital okay all right we're certainly looking forward to that what's coming up for the multi-talented amy barbera and more we'll find out just one minute you listen to the mike wagner show at the mike show.com powered by soundcraft studios Visit online at soundcraftstudios.com for all he needs. Also brought to you by our official sponsor, the Mike Wagner Show, international warring author Mia Molson's Yet Missing, available on Amazon in paperback and ebook. We'll be back with singer, songwriter, and multi talented award winning Amy Barbera after this timeout. We're back with singer, songwriter, award winning Amy Barbera here on the Mike Wagner Show. And just a great story from Amy on our career, her amazing music, life story, and more inspired by God. And uh, what else can we expect from you in 2022 and beyond, Amy? Well, the, the sweet pea. And I'm getting ready to submit flying. I'm so excited because so many people keep saying it belongs on a film, or, you know, so I'm going to submit that and see what happens, sending it off to different film festivals. Um, I'm actually recording. Pia Jezu. I don't know if you know Sarah Brightman, the opera singer. Yes. And the song Pia Jezu. I've never sang in another language, but the Lord spoke to me to record it. I'm in the process of doing that now. We're working on the music for it. And I'm doing a Latin and English version combined. And every all of my all of my voice teachers over the years said I should be an opera singer because I have the natural gift. But I just don't feel that that's in the language thing. But when I heard this song years ago, I loved it. And then, of course, recently, at Christmas time, Sarah Brightman had it on PBS. She was singing it. And I said, I've got to do it. It's about Jesus. It means merciful Jesus or holy Jesus. And I said, I've got to do it. And no one that I've, from what I've looked on YouTube, no one's ever done it in English. I'm going to do it in both Latin and English. We're going to kind of combine it together. Um, so we're working on that. I have a song, We All Want to Be Loved, which is a song about we all want to be loved. It's a fast song. I've already filmed like three or four scenes. I'm going to do some scenes for that and release that too. I have a lot of stuff, but it all takes time. Oh, that's you know, so amazing. To... I'm so looking forward to it, Amy. It's you got a lot of great things going. And who do you consider biggest influence in your career? Well, as far as, as far as Prince, like I said, as far as my, of course, my family, um, I have so many supportive people. But as far as artist Prince, because that's kind of what inspired me to get well. I mean, his music. I really feel like music is an outlet to inspire and help people. When nothing else works, music speaks, you know. You can hear a song, and then God can speak to your heart. So I think Prince is my all-time favorite as far as influence, as far as music. But I have, you know, so many things that influence me. My own life, people that have cancer, friends and family. Uh, I wrote a song about my dog, uh, No Words the Dog's Love, that I want to record. So my dog, you know, <laughs> I just mm-hmm. get like, I don't like look to write a song. It's like something has to inspire me. So, and I saw, I researched you a little bit and I saw that you were the 2020 top 50 um, 
podcast. You were on there with the big name. I was really, he's awesome. You were number 40, I think, right? Yeah, correct. Number 40. And thank you very much, by the way. And of course, um, I've been on some um, other rankings as well, too, on some of the other um, podcasts like, you know, New York Weekly Times, LA Weekly Times, Hollywood Entertainment News. All you got to do is just Google it and I'm right there. But I mean, compared to all the awards uh, you've won as well, too, I've got ways to go to catch up. It's going to be a while. Oh, so. no. But you know, you were on there. I was looking. You were on there with like Ryan Seacrest. And what's his name? I can't think of his name. Oh, gosh. He used to interview all the Playboys, <laughs> Playboy oh, girls. I, I think, what was it? Uh, Howard Stern and Oprah Winfrey. You were on there because I, I looked. I saw I saw when you had sent me the the email link. And so I said, that's awesome, you know. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and thank you. And someone said that, um, it was so ranked. I beat all Adam Carolla and Michelle Obama. So I don't know if it's considered a compliment or what, but I just said it was just not expected, but it was just my way of saying I wasn't expecting it, but thanks. That's all I could say. Oh, you were on with Michelle Obama. What's that? You were on, you were on with Michelle Obama. I love her. No, no, no. She had a podcast. It was called, um, what was it? The Michelle Obama podcast. And, uh, Adam oh, Carolla, know that. he's been, he's been doing it for quite some time. So if you look it up, uh, get more information. I, it'll, it'll tell you as well too. And I've got a ways to go to catch up to you. So no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I know I'm kidding. We'll, we'll talk more about that next time when you give us uh, more as well too. And what's the best advice you can give to anybody at this point? Well, I, the best advice as far as with an artist or even in your own life is just, just to be yourself and to be what God created you to be. I mean, there's so much, so much influence around us. It's, it's overwhelming sometimes. And especially for an artist, you're like, what do I do? Who am I? What direction should I go? And I'm learning just to go with the flow, be myself, you know, use my creative self and be me, you know? And actually I tell people also promotion is the biggest thing for music artists. I always get really nervous before I release anything because I know it's not about the releasing it. It's about the promotion. And, and, so, the, and the timing also. That's why I hear timing. the timing. Yes, yes. Oh, I talked about that on the Don Vic show because I was going to release Flying last year and my dad had the stroke. And I decided, you know what? This is not the time. So then I was going to release it closer to Christmas. I said, no, this song doesn't belong. It's Christmas is coming. It belongs. So I literally waited. And then right before the release, I said, Ben, we have to change the end. So we made several changes. So wow. I was kind of glad. And I drove him crazy because I'm like, Ben, I, I just, the ending has to be done. So I'm so glad because I said, it, perfect timing. Things were a little bit calmer. It was springtime and it was a little bit better. And I was in the process of moving in the new year to a new townhouse. So I just, it's just too much. It's very stressful. And I'm independent. So I don't have people, you know, promoting me. I have to do everything myself. Mm-hmm. And, and you certainly got a great future have you, Amy, as well, too. We're here with a singer, songwriter, multi-talented, award-winning Amy Barbera here on the Mike Widener Show. Amy, very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely fantastic. Looking forward to having you again soon. Make sure you keep us up to date. Keep in touch. We'd love to have you back. And once again, tell us about your upcoming projects. What's your website? How do people contact you? Where can people purchase or check out your works? Okay, my website is amybarbera.com. It's A-M-Y-B-A-R-B-E-R-A. All of my social media platforms, I'm on everything. Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Spotify, you know, everywhere else. And you can purchase my music on iTunes, Amazon. Of course, uh, you can listen to it on Pandora, on uh, Spotify. These are all everywhere. 
And also you can contact me via email. It's on my website in the contact section. And I love people to go to my YouTube channel because that's where I really, you know, as far as my releases, I want people to really, that's where I'm so happy I get the most reviews because that's where, you know, people see you know, if, how your music is touching people and stuff. Mm -hmm. And you certainly touch people and do you do a great job. You're a true inspiration by God. Once again, Amy, a very big thank you for your time. You've been thank totally you. amazing. Looking forward to having you again you. soon. Make sure you keep us up to date. Keep in touch. We'd love to have you back. We wish you all the best. You've got a great future ahead of you and God bless you and your future. God bless you. You're the best. Take care.